morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer today on this Saturday morning where we like to talk about something currently in the news, if we can, a current event. And boy, do we have a big one to talk about today. Something's going on that really has the potential to rock our nation and rock our world. So I hope you stick with me as we talk about this and then pray about over the next few minutes. Special welcome if you're new today. We, our group here gets together every morning, 8.30 a.m. live. Eastern time to pray, to look in the Word of God and pray, and uh, and then you can watch later in the day or even listen on the Spotify or Google or Apple podcast platforms. Anyway, welcome. The Bible tells us truth matters. Good families, good organizations, and good societies are built upon the truth. I've long been frustrated with the concept, the idea, the belief that as Christians, we have the truth. Jesus said, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Uh, Paul talked about how uh, countries or societies, people would turn away from the truth. They would not honor God and they would then exchange the truth for a lie. And indeed, in the big picture of life, when you consider what what does it mean to be a Christian and what's going on behind the scenes and when we think of the of God and our spiritual enemy the battle so often comes down to truth i've made the point so many times the christian religion is not based on faith it is based on truth we have faith in what is true and non-Christians, if, you, if you're not a Christian, you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you don't believe in his death and burial and resurrection, that you believe something, but just what you're believing is not the truth, at least not about these spiritual matters. You've been deceived, and you're believing something that's not true. We believe the truth. And, in, and when truth prevails, there's blessing. And when deception prevails and corruption prevails— then and the corruption of deception, the corruption of lies, then uh, that that those people, the organization, that society comes under a dark cloud, a darkness in life, and a corruption, and and it begins into a downward spiral of depression and negativity. And we've seen this so much in our own country as we've seen that where the truth of the gospel and the Christian sense of what's right and wrong and true once prevailed and now seems to have been defeated in so many ways. I think of an Isaiah in chapter 5, verses 20 and 21, where we read this, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Isaiah chapter 5, verses 20 and 21. This is so much of what describes our country over the last 50, 60 years. And it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And exponentially in the last few years, last two or three years, and even more so in the, in the last 20 years with the advent of the media, so, social media and the, and the internet and so forth. Well, folks, yeah, we like to celebrate a victory, and I think we've got a significant one. And I'd like to talk for a minute about a guy named Elon Musk. Who is Elon Musk? 
Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. I think he still is, although he's lost about $100 billion in the last year or so. You're a little worried that your stock portfolio or whatever is down $100 billion. And that's not pocket change even to a guy like Elon Musk because he was he's probably lost over half of his fortune. But how did he make it? Well, he's a pretty, he's a pretty brilliant guy. He doesn't necessarily share our values of morality and truth. In truth, he's a libertarian. He's not a Christian, although he evidently seems to have great respect for Christian people. He doesn't necessarily live by our Christian moral code, even though he seems to have great respect for those who do and realizes it's important. Elon Musk got his start in the tech world by helping find found PayPal. He made, and when they sold it, he made his first billion or so dollars. I forget how much. In time, he applied himself to wanting to uh, help save the world from climate change and things of this nature and to go into new energy, green energy, and so on. He started the company Tesla. And Tesla is a lot more than a car company. Tesla is a brilliant computer software uh, software company. It is an energy company. It is a car company. It really is potentially the ultimate com- company of the future, which is why their stock has gone so high. He also, if that's not enough to, to be this perhaps the most innovative large company in the world, if though that's not enough, he's also got a space company, SpaceX, in which his goal is to populate Mars. And he's been shooting off rockets and, and so on. And of course, the U.S. government uses a lot of his rockets. The guy has accomplished quite a bit. A year or so ago, he became so upset and bothered by the censorship going on in big tech. Of course, he lived out in Silicon Valley. He moved down to Texas, moved Tesla headquarters to Texas a couple of years ago. He was so bothered by that and, and seeing the, the, the corruption and the, the censorship and the not allowing there to be various views heard at our big tech companies. We're talking Google, Facebook, even this YouTube channel we're on here, and the worst of all, perhaps Twitter. And he decided to do something about it because he felt that when people's voice is not heard, it leads to social unrest and social breakdown. He doesn't necessarily agree with some of the voices he thinks should be heard, but he thinks they have the right to be heard, a free exchange of ideas. He believes in that, as do I, as do you. And again, I've always believed that if our truth has an equal footing and chance to be heard, it'd be, it'd be wonderful. People ask me, I, I, I want Christian truth taught in the schools. They say, well, do you want the Quran taught there? I often say, hey, listen, I think if every American read the New Testament and every American read the Quran, we'd have a lot more Christians and a lot fewer Muslims. I don't have any problem with our truth prevailing, the truth of the gospel prevailing, if it, ha- if it has the chance to be heard. So anyway, he saw the, the, perhaps the worst of the offenders of, the, of deception and censorship was Twitter. So he bought it. $44, million, $44 billion he paid for this company. Probably way overpaid. It wasn't worth near that. However, it's, what he's doing is changing our nation. It's changing communication. And last night, he began to, to reveal interior inside communication in Twitter and their collusion with our government 
and with the DNC to affect what was communicated regarding to the last election. It was extreme corruption. Now, I don't know that it was illegal, but it was certainly unethical. And the people at Twitter who were basically operatives of the Biden campaign and the DNC and who were co- cooperating with our people in our government to, to suppress what is true that, could, that they knew could have affected the election, and that's exactly why they did it, those people should be ashamed of themselves. It was unethical. It was immoral. It was not right. It violated every journalistic ethic that they ever would have been taught. And this has been exposed last night. And it's rocking our country. It really is. This free speech and exposing this corruption is shaking our country. Well, I think this is just the beginning. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of what was what uh, the suppression of truth in a whole number of areas that have been deeply affecting our culture, dare I say, with San Francisco values, because that's where Twitter was loca- is located. And that's where most of big tech is located in that part of the country. And there, there are certain values there that people hold that and their employees hold that what they see as misinformation, disinformation, and untrue really is colored deeply by their worldview, and, and, and which is highly uh, secular, worldly, politically left-wing, etc. What am I saying, brothers and sisters? We should celebrate victories. One of the first steps to, to victory and change is for what's not right to be exposed. We are seeing a major exposure of what is false, corrupt, and unethical, immoral, and very possibly illegal that has been done at Twitter, influencing not only the last election, but all kinds of information related to dealing with COVID that will be coming out soon. All of these areas, it's something we ought to be happy about, but it's going to rock our country. It really is. It's going to rock a lot of people. It's going to, it's going to accentuate um, uh, feelings and emotions. We should be praying, and we will pray here in a minute for Elon Musk. I pray for his safety. I pray for his conversion. I pray for his wisdom. There's, an, uh, there's probably more pressure on that man at this moment than maybe any man in the world, and we should be praying for him and trusting that God will somehow prevail. There have been victories. It's easy to be discouraged. It's easy to be disappointed. It's easy to see truth stumbling in the streets. It's easy to see the, the darkness prevailing over the light. When we have a victory, let's pray for it. Twitter is probably the most influential uh, social media platform communication of ideas. There's Facebook, there's Google, there's Instagram, there's TikTok, there's these other places. Twitter is probably the most influential. Personally, now that I, I've been discouraged from, I, personally, I have been discouraged at the idea of really promoting social media because of the way it's just taking away so many people I know, so many conservative voices, Christian voices. They work so hard to build their platform, and it's just taken away in no time. And now that they're being given back on at Twitter, I'm thinking of really taking a lot of my efforts there because it seems as if free speech will really be protected. We are for freedom. In our country, this is a shrine in our First Amendment, freedom of speech, 
Freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, freedom of the press, these things are essential, and the government shall not hinder them. And when we see this collusion between our government and Twitter, and most likely between the other big tech platforms as well, we've all suspected it. We've all, we've all seen it. Those who have eyes to see, see it. But now it's been exposed, and we're reading the actual documents. It's pretty heavy. Folks, let's pray. One thing, last thing I do want to share here real quick. I believe there are seven mountains of culture, it's called, that influence, our, influence a culture and a nation. I believe as Christians, we should be concerned about and pray for all these areas. They are this, the family, the church, the government, education, business, arts and entertainment, media and mass communication. They're all interconnected with one another. And all of them, all of them have been, we've seen tremendous inroads by secularists and people who have an, an atheistic or an agnostic or secular humanist point of view. Tremendous inroads in all of these areas in, in our lifetime. And indeed, this last one, media affects so much of it. They're all intertwined. Your education affects so much. The government affects so much. The mass communication, the movies and music we listen to, all these things, they're all interconnected. But we are witnessing potentially a major crack, a major answer to prayer, a major change in this last one, media and the communication of ideas. Major change. We should be thankful and we should pray for a victory to prevail. It's, it's the, the exposure doesn't mean victory. It means we see where the battleground is. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray today with thanksgiving and gratitude for hearing our prayers. Lord, I just think of how we have cried out to you and we've asked that truth would come forth, truth would prevail, and how heartbroken we've been to see things that are deception or lies or, or, or corruption prevailing. And Lord, we, we, we pray and we've been asking, we've been asking, Lord, in this, these social media platforms, in the communication in our country and in the world, Twitter's not just a U.S. thing, it's worldwide. And as we've been praying for our education and praying for our government and praying for our churches and praying for our families, Lord, we want to thank you that this, what is happening here at Twitter is such a big victory. We pray for that. We pray it wouldn't just expose the problem. We pray the company would survive. I know there are forces now trying, strong forces, powerful forces, wanting to take the whole company down and destroy it. And I pray, Lord, that, that Twitter would prevail and would become a strong company. I pray there would be freedom of speech there. And I pray the ideas and the truth of the gospel and the truth of the Christianity and the truth of, of what's uh, just there would not be a suppression of information. It would come forth, Lord. I'm confident that we, we will prevail if the truth has its, has its way. I want to pray today, Lord, for Elon Musk. I pray for his salvation. I want to thank you for his courage. I want to thank you for his commitment to free speech and, and his respect for people even who disagree with his ideas and his belief that they must be heard as well. I pray, Father, that you would help him to continue to expose the corruption that has occurred there and perhaps at other places. I pray that our, the American people would turn against corruption and lies. Those who've been tricked and deceived would realize it. They'd wake up, and they would, they, would, they would be angry that they were lied to. Those who saw it all along, Lord, that we would be 
we'd be humble in victory, and we'd, 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 we'd now speak forth like never before, knowing that we have a greater credibility. We pray, Father, for the company to succeed. We pray for free speech to prevail. We pray for uh, those who speak the truth to have wide followings on the social media. We pray for those who have lied to us to be exposed and brought to accountability. And I pray for Elon Musk, his salvation and his safety. Oh, Lord, I pray for him. I know there are people who'd like, like to see him dead, like to see him destroyed. And I know there are powerful people who are going to try and take him down and, and, and whatever they can to destroy him. I pray your protection around him. We pray in these days, Lord, you give us hope. Give us hope for the prevailing of the gospel. We ask once again, your gospel, your truth would prevail and go forth in our nation. We bless you and we love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, everybody, thanks for being with me today. This is Saturday. We usually, like I said, we talk about something currently in the news. We try and relate it to Scripture, relate it to things in our heart, and pray for it. Tomorrow, we usually talk about a Christian song that can express things that we wish that we could say in our worship for God. Monday through Friday, we just get into the Word of God, and we realize we need to be in the Word of God, and we're talking about how to apply it personally. Saturday is a bigger day for how we see it in our culture. These other days, how we can prevail, how we can rise above, be strong Christians, have strong families, have strong churches, where we have our sphere of influence, where we can make the best, most difference for God. So I hope you'll join me. If you're new, subscribe to the channel. Join us regularly. Give it it several weeks. Come here and join us either live or later on watch the YouTube or or uh, listen on the Apple Spotify or Google platform. See if your life doesn't begin to change as you get into the Word of God. I hope to inspire you, encourage you, edify you, and challenge you and exhort you from the Word of God. And if you listen and let the Word of God into your heart, it'll make a difference. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with courage, wisdom, and truth as you believe His Word and walk in love. I love you guys. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.